Welcome to Real Talk, the only podcast you'll ever need to learn about statistical trends in Pacific Northwest real estate. You know what I was thinking? That it's never a bad idea to think about what you're thankful for. For example, if you knew that I had contemplated coming up with a wrap for this month's introduction, you'd be extremely thankful that you didn't have to hear me perform it. What I'm thankful for, uh, getting to share a little time with you folks and my esteemed colleague, the one, the only VP <laughs> of subscriber services, Mr. Terry Rommel. Ha! Yay! Yay! Terry's the one in charge of keeping armless subscribers happy. Armless subscribers, make sure to record all your feedback as wraps and send them to Terry. Hi, Terry. Thanks for that (laughs) intro, Beth. By the way, my name is Terry, and I'm here to say I've never once rapped and still haven't today. (laughs) Oh, Terry, I am raising the roof for you. (laughs) Well, thank you for respecting my flow, Beth. I understand that's terminology used in the rapping world. Um, I put a lot of work into that rap that I just performed. All of those minutes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just made it all the more worth it. Great. You know what else is worth the time? Hmm. The general activity of the local real estate market. Mm. So let's get right to it with our per state breakdown for January 2024. Great. So let's take a look at Oregon first. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall inventory took a really nice leap up. Rising four tenths of a month to 3.6 months supply. That's near the November high from last year. And I will say that's the highest month supply that I can recall for quite some time. Mm. New listings also saw a really solid bump. Uh, we saw over 1,200 more than in December of 23. And then the rest of our main statistical categories were either up a little or down a little, really no substantial changes. So let's take a comparison of January of 2024 against January of 2023. It looks like the days of dire inventory totals seem to be over. I don't think anybody would describe the market as bountiful, but we're no longer scraping the bottom of the barrel. Inventory this January is five-tenths of a month higher than a year ago. So that's good. Another plus, active listings are up about 1,000 from last January. The average sales price is up about 25K. And the median sales price is up about 27K. On the other side of the fence, on the downside, pending sales are about 400 units lower. New listings are ever so slightly down, and the rest is about the same. So let's jump across the Columbia River, the mighty Columbia, over to Washington. Uh, January in Washington was similar, but did see some stronger changes on the pricing side. 
New listings similarly jumped in Washington with 245 more units in January than last December. Inventory was up five-tenths of a month, but active listings, pending, and closed sales were all fairly steady from the previous month. Pricing, though, took a big tumble, with average sales price down over 32 k and median sales price down just over 19 k So let's look in Washington comparing January of 23 to January of 24. I think you'll find that it's uh, somewhat similar. It's fantastic that inventory is eight-tenths of a month higher than last year. Active listings were up about 300 units. And prices were up a bit, about 14K for the average and 5K for the median. Pending slipped just a bit, down about 100, but new listings and closed sales were just about the same. Now for our regular categories. And if you'll recall, we look at spikes and trends and streaks and all those sorts of things. When a number makes a dramatic change from the previous month, we call that a spike. And for this month's podcast, new listings continue to climb in many regions around our service area. The counties of Baker, Coos, Curry, Grant, Lane, Polk, and Marion, Portland Metro, Southwest Washington, and Union all had increases in new listings. Portland and Southwest Washington almost doubled, with Portland going from 1,026 to 1,941, and Southwest Washington rising from 313 to 547. Grant County, given to large swings due to the relatively small volume, saw inventory leap from 7.8 months supply to 43 months supply. And their average sales price dropped from about 443K to 185K. Close sales also dropped to just one from six in December. So let's take a look at streaks. So streaks are, you know, ongoing trends. In January, all of those streaks were trending down. Close sales dropped for the fifth straight month in North Coastal Counties and Portland Metro. New listings were down for the fifth month in Columbia Basin. Active listings for the fifth month in the North Coastal area. And total market time was up for the seventh month in Southwest Washington. Additionally, inventory increased for the seventh straight month in Union County. Let's talk about milestones. January milestones included closed sales hitting some low points for Polk and Marion and Wallawa counties. For Polk and Marion, 122 in January was the lowest point since February of 2018. For Wallawa, 
zero closed sales were the lowest since March of 2010. So that's going way back. On the positive side, however, new listings in the North Coastal counties increased for the first time since May, coming in at 101 listings. In terms of new growth properties, so new construction, Portland Metro came in at 313 units, that's down five. Southwest Washington, 143 units, that's up 27. And Lane County came in at 21 units and that is down by two. This month, we also have our quarterly affordability stats for Lane County, Portland Metro, and Southwest Washington. According to a formula from the National Association of Realtors, buying a house in these three areas is affordable for a family earning the medium income. And that does vary, obviously, on location. The formula assumes that the buyer has a 20% down payment and is applying for a 30-year fixed rate of 7.3%. And those values come from Freddie Mac. Families earning the median income can afford 83% of a monthly mortgage payment in the Portland metro area. Similarly, but just a little bit higher, that value is 85% in Southwest Washington. And in Lane County, it comes in at 82%. So basically, if you make the median income in those areas, you can afford four-fifths of the average mortgage payment. Yeah. So those are our updates for January. Or to say it another way, well, I'm Terry, Uh-oh. and that's my tail. <laughs> and if you didn't listen, then that's a big fail. Oh, boy. Well, stay <laughs> tuned next month when I'll beatbox for you. <laughs> Unleashing you, the beast. There we <laughs> yes, <go>. indeed. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, now in terms for general armless updates, I wanted to remind you that armless offices will be closed for President's Day on Monday, February 19th. We'll still be working, but one day a year, the whole company gets together for what we call in-service day. That's this President's Day. Other news, Aligned Showings has a number of recent updates lately. First, the showing platform now allows listing site agents to schedule showings on their own listings for other armless agents, though not for non-armless participants. So when adding a new showing, a new searchable text box will appear that allows you to search for buyer's agents to schedule that appointment for them. Buyers can also now be added to appointments, including routes. So receive calendar invites, be added as a filter option in agent's calendar, and are viewable in appointment details. This is on the buyer side, so the buyer's agent side only. Also, co-listing agents are now automatically added to new listings under the office involvement section of the listing setup. There's more information on each of these new features on the Armless desktop.
Plus, in even bigger news, there's an exciting feature upgrade coming to aligned showings in the next month or so. One you've all been waiting for and asking about, a shopping cart feature. Basically allows you to go from RMLS web, choosing multiple MLSs and bringing those multiple MLSs into Align Showings to schedule your routes. So much easier for you now to schedule a group of listings together. And with that, don't have a cow, but that's all for now. If you don't like my rhyme, well, we'll see you next time. A boop, boop, a boop, boop. What'd you think about that, Terry? Oh, my word. That is fabulous. Well, I have a couple quotes for you. Uh, Confucius says, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. (laughs) Yeah. The next quote is, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And that was the great Martin Luther King Jr. Well, we'll talk to you soon and hopefully see your face real soon, Terry. Thanks, Beth. Take care.